Hey y'all, Indy here from the Conscious Club Podcast, the number one podcast of all pack this week. Tori and I are talking about all the stuff that's going on in the pack this week. That's right, there's some unpopular opinions about MSG and how they handle it. Also, we have some things to learn regarding the Leslie amp to the Hammond organ, which is super cool to learn, and something I frankly did not know. Also, we have some notable mentions, funny funk, it's a huge, cool, content-driven week here on the Conscious Club Podcast. <laughs> Five thousand forty five bid asking five thousand dollars. Anyone else? Fair warning at five thousand bid now. Please bid, bid now. now. Bid now. Hit the key now if you want in. Five thousand. We're gonna sell it. Sold forty five hundred. Oh. Everybody, 13, we are watching the uh, property seven, seven. from the estate of Walker, 2, Walter Becker of Steely Dan uh, auction off his guitars and amps. Yes. I like the texture on this one. It's really interesting. This is a live bid online. Julianslive.com. Click and bid. Julian's live. Click and bid live auctioneers. Put your paddles up. Let's get it bought if you can at $3,000. Any other bids at $3,000. 2750's bid asking $3,000. 2750's bid in 3000 fair warning we're going to sell it Walter if Becker's, no one else bids uh, here in just a couple Buckeye seconds 3000 we just mm, got really the cool. new bitter and now 3500 yeah, live auctioneers is, is in awesome. at 3000 asking 35 got it on the telephone bidder now 4000 back to live auctioneers at 4000 we have 3500 <laughs> on the telephone 4000 mm. to live auctioneers online what do you think 4000 4,000 to live auctioneers. <laughs> Any other bids at $4,000. Fair warning. Anyone else? <laughs> so 3,500 on the 802. Thank you so much for taking the bidding, Josh. All right, need, they need one of the people who do like the cattle, the cattle auctions that are like, hey, hey, big heifer over here, no, 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 got a heifer over here, hey, 200, 200, 200, 600 pound heifer, 2,250, click and bid, put your paddles up, 2,250, any other interest here, at 2,250, got it, now 5, 2,500. 2500 now $8,000. We have seven bid. Who give $8,000? $8,000. Seven's bid, $8,000. One more bid might do it. $8,000. Click and bid. Find out. Now nine. $9,000. Oh, Make it no, bring no. 10 or on it at least. <laughs> Who give $9,000? What do you think? Good. One more. $9,000. Click and bid at nine. $9,000. 8000s bid. $9,000. <laughs> what do you think? One more. Nine. $9,000. Anybody else at $9,000? Anyone else? $9,000. Don't want to miss you. $9,000. Oh, we're going for it. Missions. All right. It's all for, for eight. So much. Yeah. $7,000. $9,000. <laughs> They're going for Subway it. Subway 
Oh, oh, there's Subway sandwiches that just arrived. Fresh sandwiches <laughs> to all the buyers. Thank You're you for being here. There's also uh, water. I don't know if there's anything else besides water. By the way, this water, is taking place water. in the Hilton in Beverly Hills, the and they have Subway, Subway catering. Sandwiches. Okay, Y'all. Sorry about that again. 100%. Pardon me. Every single show. Yes, we do. Well, mine's moved. I can move your car. Yeah, I'll move your car. Thank you. But more importantly, Walter Becker's base. P-base. Used on circus money. Got it. Okay, five. Thank you for bidding. $5,000. Click and bid five. We got 4500 Click and bid $5,000. Provenance. Provenance reminds me of that show. Whatever glass. That one guy. The art. Oh, the the glass blowing show? Is it Philip Glass? Philip Mold. Philip Mold. Yes. He's not a glass blower. He's an art historian. And restorer of art. There's a guys. If you guys don't know, called, um, um, uh, hidden gems. Is it or real or no? It's not true. hidden gems. It's Philip Faker Fortune. Faker Fortune. That's, that's what it. it is. Such a great so show. So good. Um, where they find out uh, works of art and if they're forged or not. There's and, some yeah. on uh, Netflix and or Hulu. I'm trying to remember which one. I think we it's are Netflix. driving traffic to the <laughs> show right now. I'm telling you, this is hard hitting material. Also on YouTube, you can watch some. It's yeah. pretty great. Philip Mold, everybody. We love Philip Mold. Has nothing to do with Walter Becker, but we're going through the bids here that was happening in Beverly Hills uh, this past week. Um, I was lucky enough to catch the live stream, and I <laughs> and I uh, recorded it for us mm -hmm. tonight. Um, incredible. Basically, every single possession, musical possession of Walter Becker was on bid for sale. Mm -hmm. uh, on this live auction, you could have called in, you could have called, you bid online, you could go in person. Uh, we did uh, none of the the above and just uh, recorded the live stream Correct. of it. Yeah. But I thought that was a cool, uh, interesting, weird uh, point to start off uh, for the mm -hmm. Conscious Club Podcast number 29. Woo! We're here. Yes, we're here. We are doing it. This is the mm -hmm. Conscious Club Podcast. This is Correct. the podcast about Wolfpack. We remain in zone two. Um, because when we sense the energy dipping into a zone three, four, five, six, etc., <laughs> we put our big toe on the gas. <laughs> and and we're both SpongeBob and we're both Mrs. Puff. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Mrs. it's Puff. It's floor it or big toe. Mm. We know when to floor it. We know when to big toe. And that's the Conscious Club podcast. <laughs> and also uh, TCCP. We we call it TCCP here on the streets and um, streets. The streets. The hard hitting streets of the Funk Republic. <laughs> um, uh, TCCP does not only stand for the Conscious Club podcast. Uh, it stands for uh, Treasures of Talent. Curators, curators of, of controversy, controversy. Uh, creators, creators of, of content, content, and purveyors of podcast. podcasting. That is right. It's TCCP. And as uh, Tori has eloquently described in a previous podcast, a more uh, succinct note on what the show is about. We are the IRS of the Wolfpack. That is right. Absolutely. The Wolfpack Facebook group. 
we take in the posts, we take in the memes, we take in the comments, and not to mention the Reddit group as well. But that is less frequent, mm-hmm. you know. Correct. Um, but yes, it is the Conscious Club podcast. Welcome. Is if it's your first time, um, this is the number one Wolfpack podcast. We beat out every single competitor, every single and one. You need not to uh, watch another thing if you love Wolfpack because this is where we talking about what's happening in the Wolf sphere. Mm-hmm. We have controversy. This week, it's it's especially um, people um, were airing some dirty laundry toxic. on MSG, and we're gonna get into it. Yeah, um, people are salty boots. Right. Uh, it's been a, it's been a salty week here on the Conscious Club podcast, but also a very fruitful week that we have a bunch of notable mentions. We have a bunch of funny fun mm, to get to, love that. and also we have a bunch of stuff to learn that I think came at a oh. kind of a curveball for you at least for the show because I think I found a little little. Uh, thing that we both were curious about oh, at the Greek show, but didn't didn't we weren't musicians enough, or mm. we weren't uh, uh, knowledgeable on the musical equipment that was in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember the the rotating thing? Yes, I do. We are going to learn exactly what that is. Interesting. Okay, I'm down. Yes. So uh, enticing conversation here in the Conscious Club podcast. <laughs> and if you're a, a purveyor of podcasting like us mm-hmm. you've been watching the show um and know that uh i think it was about four or five episodes ago we started doing quotes to start the show Correct. i think some here and there haven't start with some some mm-hmm. do some don't i like to start with a quote that's inspirational uh for art creation in general right Ooh, I'm so excited let's do that quote quote we have oh, here is louis. uh mr louis armstrong musicians don't retire they stop when there's no more music in them love that i love that i love that to just sink in you know and that says so much without saying a lot in terms of the uh, economy of words and I, and i feel like the word music can almost be like replaced with the word breath you know what i mean breath energy um something to say Life. motive intention drive right mm-hmm. it's super interchangeable and what, I love that. Who better than to say that then? <laughs> also, uh, this recent week, Tori and I went to... Uh, we have to plug uh, My Death Co. Uh, if you haven't seen My Death Co., uh, uh, the director of My Death Co. appears in episode 15 of this episode. Wolf Trivia, Uno. 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 And uh, Sean McDaniel, who's a, inc- a great friend of mine and, and Tori's, mm-hmm. um, we uh, were lucky enough to go to his premiere event of so his fun. show called My Death Co. Uh, My Death Co. series on Instagram and also My Death Co. on YouTube. It's an incredible uh, dark comedy on uh, mm-hmm. uh, a 21st century take on the Grim Reaper, which so is good. super cool. Uh, we were able to go to the... Um, uh premiere event that was going on where uh they premiered the the season and it was super fun we Mm -hmm. got to uh you know get in front of the step and walk here the red carpet take a photo be uh important for Mm -hmm. uh a moment in time it was so fun yeah so uh just wanted to show that for you guys that uh we get out we we not only do we uh live in this studio uh but we get out too you know (laughs) we try to get on occasion yeah so, um, there were some unpopular opinions this week on the Shit. show or on, on the show. Well, going to be on the show. Um, 
some unpopular opinions. Okay, I'm um, interested. I didn't screenshot the comments, but I think it would uh, um, um, entice some um, uh, some conversation. Between right? us, yeah. So we have here from Tom. <sighs> I'm writing this carefully as it will be an unpopular opinion, but I was dis appointed at msg i was so happy for the guys and the video footage is going to be incredible but i felt like it's such a budget show um. every band that plays at madison square garden has big screens i know that this was uh, uh, a one-off show and it probably didn't make sense financially to hire two huge screens however my feeling is that they should have made it like they were a proper MSG band, not a smaller band that is doing a one-off show there. Interesting point. Hmm. Um, on paper, I had amazing seats. Front row, section 202, seats 12 and 13. Uh, I couldn't see anything properly. And the sound quality was okay, but the delays weren't perfect. During Christmas in LA, the whole FOH sound... FOH... Is Danny that Wood, that's where you come in. Me. Um, FOH sound uh, just switched off. I, I caught the moment on camera. It seemed very amateur. Mm. My point is, if you're going to make a leap to playing stadiums, you have to scale up the production too. I don't feel like they did this. Please, na- please know that I love the band. I had a great time and I will continue to support. I just can't shake the negative feeling. Wow. 164 comments. Pack member Tom. Um, this is what this show is kind of built for, I think. Yeah. Because it's it's this kind of uh, conversation to have. Because we weren't there. We don't mm-hmm. know. But we had a similar, not necessarily audio. I think it was where we were placed at the Greek. That mm-hmm. we were, we didn't hear the full mix either at the Greek. No. Right. And obviously it's a hugely smaller show than msg but i definitely um associate with this but we were legit front row right in front of Corey's amp so that's part of the issue literally the whole show was in the middle like centered farther enough away to get both sides right so yeah it's it's tough to say because it's all subjective and it's all like it's all where you are in 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 the location of the stadium and Right, because I would say, like, if you have um, front row, section 202, seats 12 and 13, I really don't think the mix is meant for you Yeah. at that, not necessarily you, Tom, but people at that specific area in the show. It's meant so that the people in the back can hear it, too. Exactly. Right, so then you're obviously going to get an off mix. Mm -hmm. Um, So is this, like, the very front, then, basically? 202 roughly that's really front yeah i don't know exactly where that is but it's close enough It seems really close um yeah and i guess with our experience at the greek i guess it definitely like your experience can definitely change based on where you are at a wolfpack mm -hmm. show because it's like it's minimalist funk yeah where there's there's uh the least amount of instruments possible to Mm -hmm. make the song work so that means there's going to be some gaps, right, right, in between the mix. Right. Where we were standing at the Greek, I know it's not MSG, but we heard primarily Corey and Theo's guitar, 
and the harmony between there, which mm-hmm. actually made me it's appreciate cool. their playing more. But also I was like, oh, I'm not getting the full mix. Like we didn't you really know? get Joey and we didn't get enough Joe Dart, I feel. Right. And we definitely didn't get Joey's sax. Remember? Oh, I could barely hear it. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But it was a really but it cool wasn't experience. Made for us. It wasn't made for that row. But right, the they mix. had the big screens on the side. So True. at the Greek shows. Right. So I think honestly, it depends on the venue. Like it depends. Like d- does the venue have, I mean, this isn't a musical venue. This is a stadium. This is, this is for sports. So if it doesn't have the, the right, um, accoutrements, accoutrements. to, um, have a stage and musical guests and people performing and having those big, those big, uh, Screens. screens or whatever then to be honest a band like wolfpack i don't i don't think they can really afford to like i don't know rent those and do that and do the whole thing i mean renting them i mean i don't know how expensive that would be but it seems like and plus how are you going to put those in a place where everyone can see them anyway you can't right it it's was hard a to circle. say it's hard, it's hard <laughs> to say without being there because i definitely think wolf wants to or Jack's intention is to kind of bring that commercialism mm-hmm. to a halt. Yeah. You know, whereas like, yeah, if it was Beyonce or Timberlake or Metallica mm-hmm. or something there, it would have been a way more spectacular right. of a show, but that's not Wolfpack. Yeah. Like, even though like a lot of their fandom has come from YouTube and a video centric. Mm hmm. Um, audience I definitely think that uh, them taking the whole basement route and going doubling down on them I think is only going to I think they're doing something right by making these opinions in other people where it's Mm -hmm. like I don't think I don't think MSG is a one time thing right I think because they have a track record of of hitting a goal and then doing it in the next year. Hitting a goal and then doing that the next year Mm. on top of the other goals they've already done. So you think this might be a new pattern? It might be a yearly thing. It depends on the profitability, i.e. the business side of it all. Hmm. Whereas, um, did they really sell out according to MSG standards? Like, what is the process by which... um, Say you do your first show, do you have to perform a certain way so that you mm. come back next year? If right. so, if you hit these numbers, do you get to come back next year? Do you get a primetime spot? Do you get a spot in October again because of based of where you are in the lineage of who's playing? Like if Beyonce is going to play, they're obviously going to put Beyonce before Wolf. You, you know right. what I mean? Where it's like, like I think they're, the caliber of musicianship and the um, value they bring to each show, I think makes them msg worthy oh oh, for sure but also i definitely see what he's saying in that i don't know you you know it's it's like i see both sides of it where it's like wolf it wouldn't be wolf it was all lcd screens and all yeah and do you want laser beams and (laughs) video screens and like the like fucking fireworks like right it, like you said, it's, it's not, not Beyonce. It's not yeah. Lady Gaga. Like you're going because of that grassroots, homegrown right. feeling. And and to be honest, um, yeah. on on that same thought, if I were to have, you know, flown across the country to see the show, right, and the show that we saw online, I would have been 
perfectly happy mm-hmm. with flying there, buying a hotel, mm-hmm. going to the show, and exactly how the show planned out, I would have been perfectly happy as right. an experience going to see Wolfpack because I've seen what they bring to the table, what they're about, yeah. right? And that I don't think there were any less them at the show. Mm-hmm. I just think maybe it was uh, they tried it on a shoe that was a little bit too big. But they still can walk around. Mm-hmm. It's just like, ah, next time we we know, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's a bigger set. Maybe it's a uh, it's screens. Like maybe it's the same set mm. but with more screen, or you know, or maybe it's a live feed of what's on the iPhone that Lerman's. Do, you, you know what I mean? Where it's like, that's a cool you idea. Could be, like when while you're at the show, you could see. That's a really good idea. You know, it could be anything, and I think uh, Wolf is probably like one of the only bands that could be susceptible to any of those options mm-hmm. where it's like if it's beyonce it's a show and it's dancing and it's all these things where it's like it's Wolfpack. it's like i want all the hits and i want the ted talk and i want mm-hmm. uh diver- diversity people don't and... even like the ted talk though people don't well, even like the shtick and no, it's no, no, like no, no, are no. you really a Wolfpack fan if you're not there for the shtick Th- and that's you're not, not there that's not for a majority the that is not the majority true that that is a uh small percentage of small people. percentage of people that get a voice sometimes and sometimes you know it's unpopular just like the unpopular opinions section of the country right, i'm interested to see what this other one is same let's go so, ooh, I forgot to block out the name, but that's okay. Um, okay, so I've been thinking a lot about this. Uh, pack member Shannon. Been hesitant to post because I know everyone loves to hate on it, but I was a little sad to hear that nothing from Hill Climber was played at MSG. Pardon me. The uh, uh, the set list was so well curated that I'm, I'm not complaining too much. It really was a best of concert but not a single bop from their most recent album felt strange like they're real like they're really ashamed of it or something interesting i mean sorry i I stumbled through that but no it's fine I i agree with her in some ways where it's like who doesn't want some darwin derb and like so like they had so many good hits on their hill climber record and like I totally agree with her. They probably just felt stronger within the stuff that they've played live before. Yeah, and you know, I think like I'm not too mad about the non-hill climber stuff. Like as much as of it as it, it as it is a good album, I definitely play non-hill climber tracks more than I do play non or hill climber tracks. Same. Like, of course, I mean, Drake's take here. Drake's take. Potential segment here on the Conscious mm-hmm. Podcast. Mr. Uh, Pack member Drake. Agreed. Great show, but it could have used some Disco Ulysses, Lonely Town. Yeah, no. I don't agree with Lonely Town. I don't agree with Lonely Town at all. That's I do agree not... with Disco Ulysses to some extent because it's yeah. it's more of a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a story. You know, there's lore to it. Lonely Town is, is a bit too low volume for msg i think Mm -hmm. you know um but that's drake's take respect it drake's take i mean i love lonely town don't get me get me wrong i love it but not for msg yeah so interesting because i i again we weren't there but of the set list that we were able to see and the the long concert Mm -hmm. recording that is available on youtube I'm I'm not 
I'm not uh, too I, pissed on that. I like I'm not the too pissed set on list. That. And I think I think not playing your new stuff is admirable. I remember seeing Iron Maiden in like 2008 at, in Irvine, California, mm-hmm. where they played their entire new album. Oh yeah, that's plus the worst. Only four hits after that new album. Exactly. So it's like a it's twelve, like ten to twelve track album that is brand new that nobody's listened to, and everybody's going like. Yeah, it's great. Whoa, Maiden. And then after you fucking get through, it's like it's like you're driving to Vegas, and then mm-hmm. you finally get to Vegas, and then you only hear four songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, I'm glad Wolf did the opposite of that, where it's like they played the songs that were the seeds to why they're there in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Curious to to hear Danny Woods' take on that. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. But that was unpopular opinions here on the Conscious Club podcast. Um, Love it. Yeah. So we have more. So uh, the MSG poster, mm-hmm. which uh, we noted in 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 uh, another <laughs> podcast, mm-hmm. the order in which the uh, band members are entering. Right. Right. Stratton is first leading, but on the written word, Stratton is last credited. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is an interesting note to take. Um, also, the very Volfi. Um, um, uh, cute, funky duck. Uh, lore, basically all the, the sweet stuff. Science. Here, yeah, here at Downline, 1612. All the towns, uh, right? So good. Um, also the shirt version of it. Um, <laughs> but also we have people complaining that they're not getting their reprints, which is interesting because it's not through key rates, but they're no. still having problems. We have two posts. Can somebody at me when they uh, do a second? I know it's going to happen, though, because the guy who made the posters, he has said many times. Sebastian. Yeah. Everyone who is reselling their MSG posters online on eBay for $600, don't purchase those because there's going to be a reprint. Like, remember how all of the merch that right. wasn't sold all went on the Wolfpack website? Yep. They're the, going to do reprints of this. It just takes time to get it all reprinted and ready to go up. And I'm sure they have a distribution center like that helps right. them do, like do that. So they're working on it. It's interesting how scarcity can hurt and help you. Because mm. like, I definitely think when it comes to Wolfpack vinyls, there's a huge issue. Oh, right? for sure. And, you know, for the longest time, we're, we're thinking it's just curates, but it's kind of not. I don't know what's going on, whether it's like Jack is too creatively minded that that's m- more what he cares about. I think about. he's so focused on the music because that's his life and that's why he's in this business and that's why he is in a band is because he loves the music that all the other shit is not important to him as much you know and he's kind of missing out on monopolizing um off of the uh the hype and the time period in which madison square garden happened because people after that wanted that live recording that lerman did right they wanted the live video from msg within the two weeks after MSG and people wanted the reprints and people wanted the merch and they wanted this poster and they wanted the shirt of this poster and people were still on that kick. And now it's almost a month later 
and the stuff isn't up yet and he's running out of time to, in my opinion of of people still being on that that uh that high from msg yeah it's a really interesting like a uh, balancing act you know yeah. where it's like like i definitely understand that it's a business they're making money obviously they're there for the music and for the like to to give the fans what they want but also at a certain point there comes a part where they're not they're not holding up their end of the bargain on non-music related products and i think he just right? needs help like he needs he needs somebody that handles his merchandising he needs somebody who can stock right. his website, talk to the distributors, do the reprints, make sure the make sure I, the the stuff is up. It's it's but it's, you see, yeah, because from our perspective, like we don't know any of them. We don't know sure. any of how the gears are turning, other than interviewing people on the show. Ooh, and sorry guys. No, that's that's fine. My tea. Um, the tea was legitimately spilled. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I yeah. I definitely hear you, and I definitely think. That they're too big to to have these problems, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, obviously they're grassroots, they're minimalist, yeah, but like you played MSG, you should be able to uh, handle this, mm-hmm. not to throw shade, but like you can only hold up your hands and just go, what the heck? like, yeah, I think that's what happens in a. When, when uh, it's, it's hard to say, cause I, you know, we don't know anybody, any of the, how the gears are turning, but it's just like, it seems to me, it's just like, there could be a better job done. Yeah. And I don't want to make that sound bad, but it sounds bad. You know, yeah. there's gotta be something that could be optimized here, mm-hmm. but Anyway, well, that's the MSG poster debacles. Um, but also, I, you know, we wanted to, uh, <laughs> we also want to learn some stuff mm-hmm. from uh, the, Vol- the Wolf Sphere. Always. And I think this is a great opportunity All to right. do so. So there was a meme this week. <laughs> um, let me start with the Leslie Hammond here. So here's this meme from Pack member Jack. <laughs> of course. <laughs> In red and white. Uh, he says, I'm sorry, but I can't stop making these. And it's, uh, uh, a logo of the Leslie, uh, logo or uh, a Leslie logo on a frog and saying, Hammond, can I please have some money? Hammond replying to amplify my pipe organ simulator. The frog replies, yes, (laughs) actually rotary cab, like a boss. I'm confused. And then. I obviously thing, yeah, from the spinny thing from from the Greek, Um, and probably other shows too. But an interesting meme. I don't think it was um, quite well executed. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, and that's and that's a hot take for me because I'm not that (laughs) good at making memes. Off white. (laughs) Yeah, if you go on the if you go on the Conscious Club podcast Instagram page, you'll see (laughs) my my off white meme of Mm -hmm. Theo from uh, from uh, early October. But it's also like one DPI too. It's a meme. It can be. It can be. I think it's, I think memes, I think the more compressed looking your meme is, the more successful it appears to be. Disagree. Really? Highly disagree. No, because I think the, uh, the crappiness of your meme 
equates to how many times it's been shared. It's like a Xerox. If mm. you Xerox the Xerox the Xerox a thousand times, it's a black image. If I see something like super low res, I'm not going to click on it. But most memes are like that. I actually render my video memes intentionally with low bit rates. I know you do. So that it looks more compressed than it actually is. So that it appears to be shared more often. <laughs> Danny, uh. Wood, Danny Wood's <laughs> getting ideas now. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think, you know, s- six megabits is a little bit too mm-hmm. too uh, too low. I think when you hit like 11, it's like the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think here's an opportunity to learn more about what Leslie this and Hammond are. Cab thing. So this is what the, the rotary cab oh, looks shit, like. We're going to Pinterest, bitch. We're going to Pinterest. We're doing this. Um, and it's very similar to what we were seeing at uh, MSG. What the hell is this thing? So it's an amp. It's an amp for your organ. Oh, that's so the, the back organ. of the organ. No, it's not the back of the organ. It's a oh. separate cabinet that oh. sits alongside I your organ. I see the spinny thing. Right. So that is the speaker. Interesting. And it spins. And I have an instructional video to show oh, all of you. Um, I wanted to really show, in- show you where I got the source of this from the Hammond website. Sorry, my dark reader is on. Let me turn that off. Um, Leslie. It's almost better in dark I, mode. I and I don't, I know. <laughs> and I don't know if Leslie happens to be Aunt, uh, Leslie? Aunt Leslie, but wanted to make that the note. The Doppler effect. Holy ass. Right. We're so this really is where I found the, the next here. video that we're going to look at, which explains it all. <laughs> we now legit. think of them as inseparable fraternal <laughs> twins, but the truth Stop. is that the birthday of the Hammond organ predated the Leslie by seven years. It was a creation of that instrument in 1935 that directly led to the development of the Leslie. The man behind the invention Why was Donald J. Leslie, an engineer who worked like, for a very big parts like, for the Hammond Organ Company. Very much. Don was also a music buff and became interested <laughs> in this new marvelous instrument. But there was something that just wasn't right to his ear. Lawrence Hammond intended his organ to play in churches and classical concert Whoa. halls. Don, who loved the mighty Wurlitzer theater organ, That's wished that the Hammond organ <laughs> could sound. <laughs> it's the only photo of the our only Leslie. Photo. The only <laughs> photo. Leslie. A little softer. After some experimentation, Don Leslie hit an idea that would put motion into the sound of the Hammond oh, organ. Shit. Don Leslie capitalized on a principle called the Doppler effect. It's why a train whistle seems to go down in pitch when a train passes you. Don took a horn speaker Fair. and made it go around in a circle. Bingo! A legend was born. The, the spinning horn gave the Hammond organ what is called in the pipe organ world a tremulant vibrato and a little <laughs> whoosh of air all put together. It made the Hammond organ sound completely different. The Hammond's life in all popular music, jazz, rock, pop was born at that moment. Don Leslie thought he had hit on a miracle, and rightly so. He promptly <laughs> took his hot invention right to Lawrence Hammond, hot. but as fate would have hot it. Take. Rejected. Jesus. Lawrence Hammond hated the idea. <laughs> oh my God, he meant for his organ to play church <laughs> and classical music. But Don Leslie knew he had something golden. So he went into business for himself, producing the music Fuck innovation yeah, that was called Vibratone, the uh-huh. pipe voice of the electric organ. 
Interesting. The legendary theater organist Jesse Crawford was among the first to popularize the sound of the Hammond and vibratone combination. And did he ever? In fact, for a while, what we now know as Leslie's <laughs> like were popularly so called Crawford or Hollywood speakers. And yes, the rumor is true. Hammond dealers were not allowed to sell Leslie speakers. Whoa, they couldn't even acknowledge that there was such a thing. Musicians Damn, are resourceful and organists hey. from every corner embrace the combination. Somewhere along the way, the vibratone became the Victoria Leslie vibratone. And ultimately, Ave. just the Leslie. Eventually, a two-speed yeah. motor was added to get the distinctive slow Leslie sound. Any tune's excitement level could be boosted by oh, having the organist glissando to a high C while simultaneously <laughs> switching from slow to fast speed. In 1958, Don again tried like to sell his company to, to Hammond, but the old man was stubborn I'm not sure, but and rejected I it again. Don then let the beast out of the cage, <laughs> licensing his invention to many other organ manufacturers, while continuing to practically... I love the, like, you don't mention that this speaker exists <laughs> because it, it uh, takes sales away from the Hammond. I know. Match so Hammond's production yeah. one for one. Who wanted a Hammond? One for one. Two, without three, a two. Why is Jack the company was this? so successful that electro music. He probably like it's not a far fetched. One for one. It's not a far fetched. I really don't think it's a far fetched idea that he got one for one from this video. <laughs> like I really don't think it's that far fetched. Two thousand nine, the video. Right, inversion. Apple Music, Spotify, MC Lynch. <laughs> oh my god. Music, as Don's company was called, never had to advertise. Don Leslie eventually sold electro music and moved on with his life, happily, but <laughs> never again made such an earth-shattering invention. He died in 2004 at the ripe old age of 93 and was as sharp as a tack to his last day. Don Aww. never sought the limelight as some of his contemporaries did, so you don't <laughs> hear of Don Leslie the way you do Les Paul, Leo Fender, or Bob Moog, but his contribution was just as important. Love the red vest on this guy. For many years now, Here Hammond organs is. and Leslie speakers have been made under the same roof, under the Hammond Suzuki roof. Many of our engineers. <laughs> is this where Jack got the idea for the ear thing too? I became friends with them as Dude, well. Not too far fetched, right? The like little fucking thing. I love that. I love it. Incredible. Incredible uh, things we can learn here on the Controversial you know Podcast. What? I loved that. So, do you think that there is now a two, 2019 kind of plug-in kind of spinny thingy that you can just use with an electric keyboard is that what they were I, doing um no they actually used the leslie oh, at the grid oh it was mic'd gotcha so you like in order to get that specific sound which i don't which they you know featured throughout the video as mm -hmm. you know foley or whatever background but the thing we were like what the hell is that at the greek where it was like woo woo it wasn't making that sound, but it was just like, what the hell is that thing spinning? It's That's the amp for the Hammond organ that was that uh, that Jack and Woody play. Gotcha. During the show. That makes total sense. And that isn't then mic'd. Gotcha. So then it's... Because that's it's, what the sound's coming from. So right. It it's not sense. like the organ's not directly plugged into the mixer or the, right. the board. It's plugged into the amp and then that's mic'd. Like, like Corey's amp would. Right. It's basically like a Fender amp. Yeah. But a Hammond Leslie. I guess I forgot cap. that they had the big, the big uh, organ piano thingy on the stage. 
I thought that it was a keyboard. Like with that 2019 no, Leslie a, plug-in. No, no, no. So they have, they have the ham, they have, they have, they the, have both. They have the ham and organ, and then Jack has the kind of um, the uh, uh, it gets funkier. Yeah, right, right. Thing sitting on top of the ham and organ, which uh, he then uses gotcha. and stands up and uses. But it's you, it's like the ham and organ is used as a stand mm-hmm. for that thing. Now I think I remember. Yeah. Right. So incredible, incredible That's things really cool. we learn here. So things we learn here on the Conscious Club podcast. That's right. And we have much more to learn uh, throughout the rest of the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So we have a fugue state um, story that I want to read for y'all. Okay. And I want to see if I can actually do it. (laughs) I'm going to get close. Should you explain that this is on the back of the record? Or? This is on the back of the record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the shade. I should explain. Uh, yes, uh, this is the story of uh, Fugue State. And I, I'm going to see if I can get through this fairly quickly. It's many paragraphs, but we'll get through it. Let me know if you get tired. I can try to cut it in. Okay. Maybe we'll do every other paragraph. Okay. All right. All right. And we try to keep it in zone two while we read here in the comments. All right. All right. It was the summer. Somewhere. Semester. It was the summer semester, July in Paris, or Paris in July. I was 22 on a six-week exchange program. The only other student who could speak English in the program was a worldly, trust-funded Spaniard who grew up in the winemaking family in the Canary Islands Islands and was schmood. By the shunned. Uh, shunned by the other students for refusing to drink Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Ah, that's funny. I found the whole thing absurd. Being from Ohio and being drunk, Jack revealing a little bit of uh, some intoxication uh, things. Jack approved, y'all. We're in the n- <laughs> another Jack approved. One night. She invited me to see what she called a German funk band. I assumed she translated this wrong. She said, don't Germans look like Nebraskans? And I said, maybe so, but I'm from Cleveland. She uh, insisted we'd meet the band and I was, t- uh, and I was 22. So that uh, convinced me. <laughs> We missed the opener, opener because there were some sort of snafu, snafu in line for the show. Something about Ticketmaster. I will call flaw. A will call flaw. A will call flaw. Yeah. Pre-sale tickets sold in the wrong time zone. People were throwing fits and the French was to fast for me to follow but my friend and the bouncer shared a few quips of cat, cat, catalan catalan that's a language in spain and we're, sure enough sure enough we, we were, were given, given backstage, backstage passes. passes uh i this is very hard to read <laughs> i felt like a princess waltzing through security into a small gathering of attractive people at the center of which sat four dark-haired Jewish men who were <laughs> pass, uh, who were passing a soda stream back and forth. <laughs> I never felt more uh, with my people than uh, <laughs> with the soda stream being passed forth. <laughs> so true. Zero sugar on that soda stream. Um, 
they handed me a glass and the one in athletic shorts said, don't worry, babe, non-alcoholic, notably, uh, totally alkaline and a daily dose of antioxidants. He chorted, chortled, chortled, chortled. I swooned. I swooned. Right as the the headset gray came into guy, the headset guy came in to say, <laughs> "We're ready for you." The, <laughs> when you said gray, I imagined a small <laughs> alien with a headset on in Jack's outfit. <laughs> love I love that. that. Um, trying to do the uh, the beautiful game kick. Yes. yes. Uh, we're ready for you. The band left, and my friend said, "Those." aren't rock guys they are funk guys <laughs> in a tone that implied that meant something in, in a tone that implied that meant something <laughs> after the show there was a lot of talk a lot of people a lot of industry but ah. the band spoke surprisingly good english and shitty french so i hacked out walked walked maybe? hacked Looked out. Locked Looked out. out. Locked out. My friend and the keyboardist got chatting about the Canary Island chiff chaffs, and I was left with the drummer, the bassist, and the athletic shorts, shorts guitarist. guitarist. I love how he qualifies the guitarist as the mm-hmm. athletic shorts because he uh, he is uh, that. He he is that. Uh, you should see Doe Jart poach an egg. The athletic shorts guitarist said, "Is that Jack?" Yeah. Uh, German funk band. German funk. Uh, wow. This is. Oh, and it's not told by Jack. It's told by Anna Ash. Exactly. Oh, my God. This is all coming together. You should see Joe Dart. Poach an egg. The athletic shorts guitarist said, indicating uh, the basis. Uh, in the. Indicating the basis, I said, I'm a Midwestern Presbyterian. We scramble our eggs unless, unless bread and mayonnaise aren't involved. We fry them. Then we fry them. Then we fry them. <laughs> uh, all three of them look appall- looked appalled, and uh, but the guitarist eyes glistened a little. Mm-hmm. My friend insisted we all go out and celebrate. We did. And after a half glass of wine each, we all said our goodbyes. The keyboardist and my friend exchanged numbers. I believe they will send each other bird pics to the stand. Ah, she doesn't know shit about birds, though. So I think something happened where he found this out, forgave her, and still felt betrayed. Oh, dang. I regretted not getting the guitarist's phone number. Oh. Jack Stratty getting that digit. I should have got it. So I, so I sent him a direct message on social media platform he never uses. He never responded. But a week later, my mom in Cleveland sent me an email saying a toaster oven arrived for me for me from Germany. I asked what kind and she said she didn't know, but the box says it can poach an egg. Mm. We eventually connected after four years of racking up frequent flyer miles and communicating primarily through pictures of labradoodles. Ah, makes Mm. more sense, Jack. Uh, He called me up and said, you know, I... I hear. I hear the public gardens of Cleveland are beautiful this time of year. And I said, no, you're confusing it with Pasadena. <laughs> uh, we got married the following spring, moved to Pasadena, and now have three children. They all play the clarinet. 
Anna Ash. <laughs> and this is all on the back of the Fugue State That's album cute. cover. I love how it's like a cutout. Mm-hmm. It's like a I love news that. article. So cool. We love that. A uh, little rocky storytelling, but uh, we're here for it. We're here for it. And I think that that concludes that uh, that concludes that concludes <laughs> the learning segment of uh, the Conscious Club podcast, episode twenty nine. Love it. Um, also, I wanted to show this post from a little bit ago, back in late September. Um, Pack member Leon, that little intro Wolfpack plays before every song makes me feel warm and welcome. Mm-hmm. Don't know why I felt like sharing this with you, but I did anyway. Have a good day, my friends. I love that. Do 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 do. Cute. Pack member Daniel. They used to have it for sale as a ringtone, and I'm sad I didn't grab it. Mm. Wholesome post. <laughs> Soft TM. Love that. <laughs> uh, it's my text notification. I got it off Zedge ringtone app. A welcome to Wolf's Records is my ringtone too. At Leanne on the pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drag's take. That chromatic harmony makes it. <laughs> and what's the last one here, Tori? It took me so long to get used to this being the intro to every song. And not just the beginning of Christmas in LA. Of which the instrumental is. the piano because it's not a Wurlitzer. You're right. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the piano. Interesting. Right? Well, uh, the Wolf intro, warm and welcome. Not here. <laughs> warm and unwelcome. Or cold and unwelcome. Cold. Very, v cold. <laughs> that was very staccato, too. V. Yeah. V staccato. So we have a spe- very special thing to show you guys. That's mm. exclusive and that was taken off YouTube by Wolf. Love it. And somebody saved it before it got down, before it got taken down. Love this. So, pack member Gilio, this was posted a couple hours ago, but then disappeared. I got so emotional watching it, I couldn't, I cannot keep it for myself, she says. Hmm? And we have exclusive content here in the Gotcha School podcast. <laughs> That's right. Stratone. <laughs> Stratton. Stratton. Aww. Woody. Woody. <laughs> so interesting so to good. see. 
Never stops moving this guy. Men He's pace. Nervous. Men pace. <laughs> when they're nervous. Interesting editing. <laughs> Mushy. No towel. No towel, this guy. <laughs> He's so good. <sighs> Mush. Ryan chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> the mush. Rip. Getting upskirt stratton here. We're getting a lot of upskirt. Baby. 
I want more. I know. I, I can't want wait more for this mush. video to come out. I cannot wait. I want more mush. Wasn't that like that was single-handedly probably the best five minutes of this this in all the podcasts we've ever Correct. done? Just to get that uh, that, so that special backstage perspective. Uh, so wait, Wolf accidentally posted that. I don't know how. Uh, maybe it wasn't Wolf. I was incorrect. Danny Wood has already oh. commented. By correct. This point. Thank you, Danny. Yeah. Uh, that I don't. It probably wasn't, but it was posted to YouTube and then taken down. So mm. maybe it was requested that it had been taken down. But uh, oh, it was like leaked or something. Yeah. Well. Maybe we'll get taken down. <laughs> so. I can't wait to see the full show. It's going to be great. Same. Yeah, it's great. So, um, also, what do we got here? <laughs> uh, the Huggy Bros. Love Mr. It. Corey Wong and Theo Katzman at a nice brewery there. <laughs> Dope. Love that. Also, we have um, Fearless Flyers hoodies debacle. Mm. Uh, wore it outside and notice a breeze in my armpit. Do I contact Vault Fearless Flyers or Pseudo Duo for customer service? Probably Pseudo Duo. Pseudo Duo. I don't mm. think that's uh I don't think that's yeah. The ha ha indicates it's not a serious yeah. inquiry. That's right. Poor guy. Um yeah. Also we have this interesting thing from ultimateguitar.com. Do you remember looking up tabs the past twenty years of your whole life? <laughs> it's ultimate guitar. <laughs> So there's an, there's an article or blog post from Ultimate Guitar that has nine amazingly tight rhythm sections in music right now. Mm. And uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers are first, mm. but number two. Holy comes shite. Wolfpack, Joe Dart, and Jack Stratton. Continuing with funk, this band from Michigan is less known than some of the bands on this list, but is more, more than worthy of a spot on the list nevertheless. Agreed. The combination of Joe Dart's catchy bass lines and Jack <laughs> Stratton's beats that perfect perfectly complement the music make Wolfpack almost irresistible for any lover of great music and catchy groups. What about Corey and Woody? And I think I think Joe and Jack are more integral yeah. to the beat. Corey, though. Because it's, it's R&B. Yeah. Like so Corey's are you saying R and B is less important than G and P? No. <laughs> I just I feel like they're all well, it's integral. Well, the article is on True. tight rhythm sections, and Corey and Woody aren't in rhythm section. True. A rhythm section is drums, bass, and the rest, right? So I guess the core, the core yeah. two, and the core four, right? Interesting. Interesting points here in the Conscious Club podcast. <laughs> um, also, we have some um, pack member <laughs> Franklin. Um, I met Corey before the John Baptiste show in New York. Uh, <laughs> such a great guy. I think uh, I think a little surprised to recognize him at this particular show. Behind my smile is a guy about to have a heart attack. <laughs> Love it. So we have some clip with some nice uh, percussion. Support. <laughs> mm. Cool. I wish I could have been in this like small closet. 
Love it. Love how fancy Corey is for this show, too. Yeah. If you want to see that going to the pack, John Baptiste, Corey Wong on the pack. Use that search bar, (laughs) y'all. Also, Wolf Tickets. This is from far, far long ago, before MSG. Um, Pack member Matt posted a huge shout out to pack member Kayla for this incredibly amazing and fun ticket delivery face oh, cool. value. Even she made all these different, uh, mm-hmm. things have a blast watching the boys in New York <laughs> striped shirt, 1612 pocket back pocket. Enjoy the show. Lonely town population one mm. funky duck. So cute. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, the Hill Climber and the Whale, uh, Matthew, <laughs> blah blah blah. Why does the Why does the Whale have feet? <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Love that. <clears throat> so Love we're it. going through notable mentions. Um, also, we got Pack Member Graham here. Thrown in some Wolf medleys. Love it. A little quick ditty. Love it. Love it. Um, and that brings us to the ever so notable Funny Funk. Oh, man. Which uh, we will round out this episode of the Conscious Club Podcast with 10 incredible funny clips <laughs> from uh, this week in the Wolf Pack, which is Driving oh, with Cause. I'm Dave Cause, and this <laughs> is Driving with Dave. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's driving with cars in the west side of Los Angeles. That is right. I'm trying to talk over this music track so that we don't get taken down for a music library. Hills. That's right. Oh. Fancy door handles here, dude. <laughs> you know, nothing but the best. What is this? For the Corey Wong band. Listen, this is like an iPad. Yeah. I figured it my iPad. Megasus or Pegasus ever, or something. Evidently, you've never been in the in a Tesla before. No. It's the sticker shock right now. Oh, look at that camera. I actually, this, this is alarming. The size of this screen. <laughs> Thank you for saying screen. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, we are in the Tesla right now with the Corey Wong band. That's right. Uh, you want to introduce yourselves, or should I hey. introduce you? Go ahead. You're, this is Corey Wong. Right I'm there. Corey. Hi, Internet. <laughs> I'm Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Patar. Hi, guys. Patar. Hey, I'm Ryan. Ryan Butler. That's right. Those two yeah. names always go together together. Ryan and Butler. Yes. So anyway, welcome, <laughs> you guys. I'm very, very happy that you were here. We're stoked I'm to a, be here. I'm a huge, huge nut, like crazy nut fan of uh, of the Corey Wong band. Thank you for coming out to California from uh, your native Minnesota. You are you? From, it, you're dude. not from Minnesota, are you? Well, I grew up there. I'm from Minnesota. I was born in New York, but I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, now, uh, I want to just talk for a quick second about yeah. why the Corey Wong band happens to be in this car. It's it's a fluke. It's an <laughs> opportunistic <laughs> opportunistic. <laughs> I went into the analog idea. sphere. <laughs> About a year ago, and started touring. Okay, under the name Corey Wong, which happens to be my name. And 
in the analog sphere, I decided ah! I need a shtick, and one of my shticks is going Shticks to be talking spheres. about Dave Cos. I love a Christian's approach to having shtick. I love it, too. Don't you love it? I love it. He's learning from the best. Learning the from the best. The shtickiest of the shtick. The shtickiest of the shticks. Yeah. But why did you pick me? It's well, such a strange here's, thing. Here's the, here's the backstory. I, got, I was looking up videos of saxophone drum duets. <laughs> okay. Why? It's, it's very, just it's very what, random. I yeah. must say. Okay, I will get myself down rabbit holes, and this is the kind of rabbit hole I like to start. Saxophone drum duets. I remember as a kid seeing this dope Maceo Parker <laughs> sax drum duet. I was trying to find it. What did I do? Find it. What did I do next? <laughs> Dive down the YouTube rabbit hole as a young man does. What did I find? Dave Cos live at some freaking festival in Europe or something where everybody's wearing white on stage. These guys have got yeah, pull up the pull up the I, clip, dude. I saved it, man. Somewhere, this man. is what it's like to have millennials in your car. <laughs> you, you want something? It's right there. Right there. Yeah, Thank pull you, up the clip. We Thank got you, it. Pull, pull up the clip. Huh? Now, I pull up the clip of Kaz <laughs> live in Verona. Pull up the clip of Kaz. Live in Verona. That's the classic cause. That's the classic cause. You're doing a little Fourteen years now? Yeah, fourteen years. Fourteen years. Wow. His own cruise. It sells out years in advance. Now, I was thinking to myself, that's an inspirational story. Because Dave Cos, the sixth grader, when he's trying to step up from a two to a three Rico read, he's not Dude, thinking. Dude, I to so associate with Corey Wong's energy mm -hmm. so much. So like, I am harnessing that so much sometimes <laughs> yeah. where it's I can't help but not do it. I know. When a six-year-old Kaz is going from a two to three read, <laughs> go read, you know. Mm. I'm someday going to have my own smooth jazz empire. What he's thinking <laughs> is, I got to slay this A minor pentatonic skit. So <laughs> one of my buddies is like, Kaz. I was like, dude, this dude's dope. Check it out. He's got his own cruise. He's rocking this this sax drum duet. <laughs> driving a My, Tesla. Driving a Tesla. <laughs> My buddy's like, Tesla. Kaz. Kaz? Dude, why don't you get into something hip like Coltrane or like, you know, he's he's one of those jazz he's a purist. snobs, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm down <laughs> with Coltrane. I'm down. Don't get me wrong. But Coltrane's I got a problem dope. <laughs> with people that just can't see past their own preconceived notion about something and they can't be down with Corey. something that's dope. Now, I went out on the road and I said, I'm going to get on this guy's cruise. I emailed my booking agent and said, I want to get on the cause cruise. And you had that as an intention from the very beginning. I had it as an intention. I said, set goals, make sure your actions Have align intent. with your goals. Mm -hmm. Have intent. Go through life with intent. It might just get you on the Cos cruise. Cos <laughs> is dope. I want to get on this cruise. I love it. Cos is dope. And I'm going to show my buddy that Cos is dope. Cos is dope. 
Okay. <laughs> God's no, dope. God's dope. Oh, my booking agent says to me, not a chance. The Dave Cons cruise is already booked. Every ticket is sold. All right. Is that his, uh... his booking agent? It's his booking agent. Can't tell what culture that booking agent's from. Huh? <laughs> Twenty-five hundred cab. This thing is sold. This thing, the twenty twenty excursion out on the UK British Isles is already sold out. How do you think you're gonna get to Sydney? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna find my way right to Dave Cos. So what do I do live? I start talking about the Dave Cos cruise and showing pictures, talking about Cos is dope. I say we're gonna play thirty-two bars of smooth jazz every one of our gigs. If somebody, if, if people in this audience can start tagging videos and tagging Dave Koz saying that we're the hottest new smooth jazz ensemble out there, he'll have no choice but to find us. Sure enough, he was bomb, he, as in you, were bombarded. <laughs> well, it did actually happen exactly like that. I bomb started to guess a lot of messages from young people that I had no idea they were talking about Corey Wong, like you have to do Corey, Corey Wong this, Corey Wong that. And I said, who the, you know what, is Corey Wong? So I started to do my own research and I, I started, you know, listening to your music. Your music is, it's dope. Thank you. <laughs> he reminds me of an old Justin Wright. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a just for men. Like <laughs> yeah. Mid-40s Justin Wright. Just peak physical physique <laughs> it is dope and uh i've never used episode 17 for y'all justin right on the conscious club podcast <laughs> enticing conversation and back to Corey wong describe anything put a little duh on it yeah, hey. well if i talk like Corey wong style you gotta amp it up about 9 dbs yeah. <laughs> and, and then you talk about the rico reed size that's number right. three that's right what size read do you use now uh it's, i think it's about three yeah, there's. <clears throat> I, I, I cool. just hurt my throat. <laughs> uh, 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 I didn't know if that was a nervous tick about what size read you use. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Do you want to drive it? I would love to drive it, Dave. Yeah, I would love. Beautiful, awesome. I love uh, this go on Dave Cause's. Yeah, go on Dave Cause's YouTube channel. It's an incredible uh, 12 minute video. We just uh, relished. He in, only has 10,000 subscribers. He deserves way more than 10. Give him more, y'all. If you ain't, I am. Can you like this video? Liking, subscribing, I'm doing it here live on the Conscious Club Podcast. And I think this is a great time to change the battery. Ooh, let's change that pup. Hey everybody, it's the Conscious Club Podcast and this is the number one Volvo Podcast. Hi, my name is Indy and this is my co-host Tori and we are back from switching the battery. We are not hitting the rocks, we are in zone two. That's right, y'all. And if you can't ride off that energy, nobody can. <laughs> That's right, we're moving in. To the second clip here on the Conscious Club Podcast. This was uh, submitted by pack member Carter. Rip Antoine's <laughs> hat. Look at this. He stands up as fast as possible and it just <laughs> Wigless. Wigless. That's the wigless section of the Conscious Club Podcast. Love that. Also, for you Metal Gear Solid fans out there, this was a funny... That's video game. I don't know uh, what that means. So... Uh, so pack member Ryan posted this. So if if you're not aware with Metal Gear Solid, you're an assassin or a, uh, you're basically a one man military operation that you can't get caught. You have to kill everybody you you uh, come in contact with so that there's no. Mm -hmm. You're basically getting reconnaissance for America. Okay. But 
you're a one man army and you have to fucking like twist people's necks and shit and like mm. and like find your way into infiltrate. I love that you're the only comment on this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Metal Gear Solid so much and like I I wanted this meme or I wanted this this uh Ryan's attempt at at great meme creation here to uh to shine through. And what better to do it than to feature it on the Conscious Club Podcast Money Funk? And it says, Snake, every human and chimp and bonobo in the Congo is going to be listening to DJP Nordish. Nobody? Okay, go. <laughs> uh, for you MGS fans out there, it's not MGS. It's MSG. Uh, uh. Metal Gear Solid, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, that's for me and Daniel. Sadi. <laughs> so also uh, uh, a while ago pack member Anthony posted this Anchester cover live at uh, all fist and then this other person commented with a screenshot going please stop oh shit because they keep posting it they keep posting it <sighs> trying to be relevant on the conscious club podcast dude, dude stop Oh, shit. Yeah, anyway. we need to stop. Yeah. And then uh, we have this clip, and God said, let there be Nate. Ooh. <laughs> let me redo that again. And God said, let there be Nate. <laughs> it looks like he's going to get beamed up in a UFO. I know. I know. <laughs> about hi-hat work y'all talk about Jesus. zone two also we got the purdy robe <laughs> from bernard purdy here. i love him so purdy much in the robe. relaxing before tonight's show at uh barnacle bill's rumson featuring uh the dave keys trio and uh <laughs> rob picture by Papa celia purdy cecilia purdy either his wife or his daughter yeah i'd probably say his daughter since it's like tech Tech, yeah, Insta, IG, you know, he's like, I just care about the triplets. <laughs> you could take the pictures. I care about the triplets. I, you take the pictures. I make the triplets. <laughs> We're doing a pretty chef in this dear here robe. Yeah. <laughs> I love how he has a shirt on under the robe. Correct. That's so pretty. He ain't want nobody seeing no <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you, done, you done hired the, the fucking beat maker, Mr. Bernard. <laughs> Pretty purdy. <laughs> That's right. I love him so much. Also, we have some hot takes here uh, from uh, late September. Just saw this on Etsy. Joe Dart, Corey Wong, and three guys who all look the same. Interesting. No. Um, Sean says anti-Semitic much? <laughs> uh, and I think that's probably the only comment we need to see because that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, the Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Wolf at MSG is mm -hmm. just a pregame for Rosh Hashanah. That's so accurate. That. Pack member Tara. 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 Uh, <laughs> the best. Yeah. The ball from Tav. Uh, I can make words up too. 
That's weird. Um, this is obviously a uh, Catholic man. Yeah, how does he not know what Rosh Hashanah is? Yeah, looks Catholic. <laughs> Leanne, Mushy K would appreciate mm. that. So would DJ Paradiddle, his pops, Bert Stratton. Mm. Love it. Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we have uh, the Yiddish Blues oh. here on uh, DJ Paradiddle. From 2009. <laughs> I'll let this play. Love it. So we have Wolf at Home. This is the next one. Love it. <laughs> Quality content courtesy of my cousin. <laughs> Mom, can we go see Wolf live? Mom, no, we have Wolf at Home. Wolf at Home. I love that. It's just not the same I as Wolf it. Live. Yeah. And uh, I think this is a good ender. I love this music, yeah. actually. You know, so, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for watching the Conscious Club Podcast. It's a little bit of an abrupt ending, but we find a moment that I think would be a good ending, and we uh, take advantage of that moment here on the Conscious Club Podcast. I am Andy. She is Tori. Follow the show on at um, on YouTube, uh, the Conscious Club Podcast, on Instagram at at the Conscious Club Podcast. Uh, follow Tori on her Instagram, which is at Senorita Toria. It's a little confusing. <laughs> You'll get there. It's S E N O R I T. <laughs> S-E-N-O-R-I-T-A-T-O-R-I-A. Good job. Do you uh, want to talk about the Clips channel? Incredible. Yes. Incredible art. Go buy her art. Go to her Etsy page and buy her art. Mm-hmm. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Victoria's, Victoria's Magic, Magic Art. Um, and also, uh, yes, we do have a Clips channel. Um, it's funny because uh, I was debating whether just to post the clips on our channel, uh, mm-hmm. on our flagship channel, and I made the decision to separate them, even though our flagship channel only has 30 subscribers and our TCCP clips channel <laughs> only has three. So we have like a literally a tenth of. Yeah, uh, people will have, catch on. But people will catch on. Go to TCCP clips, it's linked in our flagship channel on the right hand side. So go there, give a subscribe. You'll get little uh, short clips of the Conscious Club podcast that are very enticing to watch and will uh, will persuade you to watch more. Yep. And, uh, and uh, everything else that we have going on here at the Conscious Club podcast. So. Thank you for watching. We are the number one Wolfpack podcast. Uh, we are in zone two. We are not experts, and <laughs> we are I- the IRS of the Wolfpack. It is TCCP at the Conscious Club podcast on Instagram <laughs> at Senorita Toria. Send us an email at tccpdirect at gmail.com. Uh, send us your voice memos, your uh, your clips, your uh, if if we got anything wrong. <laughs> It is uh, that we, uh, you know, we want you to hit us up there at, the, at tccpdirect at gmail.com. Boop. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode. And thank we you. will see you tomorrow or next week, next not tomorrow, week. <laughs> uh, with a special Halloween episode. Ooh. I think it will be nice and spook. Get ready spooky. to uh, Halloween, shall we say? Halloween, baby. Let's do it. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh no. Are you in a twerk? What's happening? <laughs> oh my god, that has to be uh, an racist. <laughs>
Indy here, and thanks for watching the Conscious Club podcast. Please be advised that this is a fan-made podcast. Even though we would love nothing more, we are not associated with Wolfpack, Wolf Records, LLC, Wolf Productions, Inc., or any associated acts tied to the greater Wolf umbrella. We do this show out of love, not for monetary gain. We simply wanted an outlet like this to exist, so we made it happen, and I hope that's okay. Thanks for watching, and always remember, fee fi fo fum.